Good morning. Oh, yeah, we're sorry, ain't it? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I see something here. PIWC Dansoman. PIDC Dansoman. PIWC Dansoman. These are the things that makes us know the members and non members. Well, I thank God that it's been possible for me to join you this morning. Um, my daughter is here, Elsie. Um, so, and Mama, we thank God for taking you through what you went through. It's wonderful. And uh, Papa, thank you for standing by, by her. Um, that is how it should be. I also like to thank God for the lives of two apostles. My friend Opoku Nina, who is bringing his stewardship to an end. And it was a glorious time as he handed over to Apostle Eric Nyameche. May God give Apostle Opoku Nina a new lease of life as he contemplates what next the Lord has for, has for him. And may God anoint Apostle Nyameche for the task that he has given to him to lead this wonderful church to its next dispensation, that it will be glorious than anything any of us have ever seen and dreamt of. I am a Pentecost boy. Um, so, Mabeshi, I am home. But I must also commend the leadership of this church for this building. It's fantastic. Aiko. I normally don't ask to be taken around when I visit a church, but this time I ask to be taken around because it's such a fantastic one. And to think that you have a biometric thing there. Cons go and be consultants to EC. They would need that. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you have your Bible, can you please turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 3? And we'll be looking at verse 7. Uh, verses 1 to 7. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 to 7. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husband so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy, men, the holy women of the past, who put their hope in God, used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands. Like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord, you are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. 
verse 7. Husbands, in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the glorious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. That is NIV. The King James for verse 7 puts it this way. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being hers together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Father, we are in your presence. So cause us to hear your voice. That we may live here different. We may live here transformed. In Jesus' name, amen. My brothers and sisters, there are things we don't talk about in the house of God. We don't talk about them because we are uncomfortable with them. By not talking about them, our testimony is affected because of that. And one of it is that Christian marriages are in big trouble. Big trouble. Big trouble. If Christian couples were to act outside their homes as they live at home, many of us would be shocked. But because we know what is expected of us, most Christian couples have become actors and actresses. As soon as they leave the house, they put on a nice face. I have visited homes where as you get down and enter the gate, you could hear voices raised. Voices raised in quarrel. Then you knock at the door. Then there's silence. Then a voice goes, Why? Then you say, It's me. Oh, Pastor. Oh, Pastor. Then you hear, Oh, my dear, my dear, Pastor, it's you, my dear. We come to church. And husband and wife seem to be getting on so well. Visit them in the house. And it's a very different story. A research suggests that the average Christian marriage ends, lasts for three years. Three years. What happens after the three years is another matter. Because it is not every marriage that has collapsed that has resulted in divorce. There are marriages that, are, that have collapsed, but the people are still staying in there, keeping appearances going. And in my experience as a counselor, I have discovered why marriages are in trouble. And that is what I'm going to tell, share with you. Marriages, and not that is Christian and non-Christian marriages, are in trouble in Ghana for a very simple reason. And it is this. Men relate to women as if they are relating to their fellow men. And women relate to men as if they are relating to their fellow woman. Big mistake. If you're a man and you are living with a woman as if you are living with a man, you are asking for trouble. If you're a woman and you are living with a man and you are operating as if you are living with a fellow woman, you are also asking for trouble. There is a huge difference between 
a man and a woman. And if you do not understand the differences and honor the differences, those differences that should have brought harmony, that should have brought diversity into the relationship will tear you apart, will tear you apart. So this morning, I have 16 differences between men and women, but I won't have time to go to all of them. So I'll give you just five. We'll just go over five differences that can mar your relationship. Difference number one, women can multitask, men cannot multitask. Women can multitask. A woman can be cooking, talking on the phone, ironing, plating the hair of the, of the daughter, and do all of that correctly. Do all of, the, all of that well. Indeed, I have discovered that women can multitask ah, to the point that a woman can be asleep and still be watching television. I returned home one day. I returned home one day and found that my wife was asleep in the bedroom. We have a television in the bedroom. She was lying in the bed asleep. How did I know she was asleep? Because she didn't hear me enter the room. How did I know she was asleep? Because there is a way in which we breathe when we are asleep. It's a very soft, but very, it's a very rhythmic. You can't fake that. So women, when we enter the room and you are pretending you are asleep, we know you are not asleep. We know you are not asleep. But she was breathing like that, so I know she was asleep. How did I know she was asleep? Because the remote control had fallen out of her hands. And I decided that, well, good husband that I am, let me put off the television because it is disturbing the sleep of my wife. So I tiptoed to the bed, picked the remote control, and did not move again. Just to the pointed the remote control to the television, press off, pam, it went off. The moment it went off, my wife says, who told you to put it off? <laughs> and I said, ah, but you are asleep. He said, who told you I am asleep? If you like, ask me what they were showing on the screen, and I will tell you what they were showing. So I understand, women can multitask. <laughs> women can multitask. But men cannot. Men cannot multitask. If a man is watching television, he's doing what? Watching television. He can't do anything else. Now, Life being what it is, it is when you are watching your favorite program on television, possibly UEFA Finals, eh? or El Casico. Ten minutes to go, your team is down by one goal, but they are pressing, they are forcing to, to score. And you are there watching the thing, you, you are not playing somewhere, but you are sweating because your team. It is then that your wife runs to you. My dear, my dear, guess who I met in town? 
And you are, you are going, um, mm, uh, um, mm, mm. And you, oh, my dear, me no kasa unti, unti me. Oh, 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 mm, mm. She's angry. Ah, you won't mind me because of the foolish television. Okay, go. She leaves you. Now the match ends. Maybe your team has equalized. So you are happy. Now you are looking for your wife. A woman who knows she's got you, she's waiting for you in the bedroom. You go there and you are happy now. So you go and sit by her and put your hands around her and she goes, crash it. And then I know. What are you doing? Television or hall? Television or hall? Go to the hall. Now you are angry because you think that you've married a difficult woman. No, you haven't married a difficult woman. You know what is happening? If she was the one watching the television, she could have welcomed you and had that conversation with you and watched the television at the same time. What she doesn't understand that you can do it. That is how the multitasking gets to us. What she should have understood is that my husband cannot multitask He's watching his television. He's watching a match. A match, actually, in 90 minutes. Yeah, I have my husband back. The man should also have understood that in the woman coming to talk to you, she is not disrespecting you. She knows I could have watched the television and still carried on a conversation, so you should have negotiated. My dear, I cut five minutes. We have only five minutes to go. I'll just give me these five minutes. I'll be with you. But because we don't honor that difference of the multitasking, a lot of relationships go into serious trouble. So that's the first one. Women can multitask, men cannot. The second difference. The second difference is in the way we make up when after a fight. Women make up after a fight differently from the way men make up after a fight. If Pastor and I are friends and we have, we have a fight, the moment, is that, is that a signal that I should stop? The moment Pastor and I, we have a fight, let's say Pastor and I are friends and we fight. We can fight to the point where we say, I don't want to see you again. I don't want to see you. And then we part and go as different ways. The next time I meet pastor, and I, I, I greet him and ask him, how is it going? How are you? And he answers, ya boom, the fight is over. That is how men make up. Note, we haven't even talked about the issue. The moment I meet him and I smile and I greet him, he understands that I'm apologizing. He understands that we are back to shape. Try that with a woman. Try that with a woman. Women make up very differently. With a woman, if you offend her and you haven't come to apologize, the fight is not over. It is not. And until you come and apologize, everything you do for her is now scoring. Now let's apply this difference. These days, we are all living, staying in places where if you don't leave home early because of the traffic, you'll be late. So in the morning, you are running a bit late. 
You get into your car, you know you should have left home about five minutes ago, so you are already late. And just as you spark the car and you are about to take off, your wife runs to you, my dear, my dear, my dear. Typical man who is late. His response, oh, what? Typical woman, oh, I'm sorry, nothing, go. Now that go is the most difficult go. Because you are, you can't go. But you two, you can't. Go, go. Oh, my dear, sorry, go. If you are a PIWC member, Dansuman member, you've been trained well, so you will get down from the car, because by this time, she's gone. She's gone back inside. You will get down from the car and follow her inside and say, yes, my dear, you, you, you wanted to say something. If she's a typical woman, trust me, she won't tell you anything. No, my dear, say you are running late. You go. Go so that you, you are not late. Go. No matter what you do, she won't tell you. So you take off. And as you are going, the Spirit of God begins to minister to you and say, hey, the way you treated, you spoke to your wife, is not good. You, you shattered at her. That's not how a husband should behave. So, as soon as you get to the office, you call your wife. Maybe you are a typical man who never calls home. And there are a lot of men who never call until, until there's trouble. So you call home, knowing that normally your wife is excited when you call her. But this time, when you call her, she picks the call. She, she knows it's you. Yes. Oh, my dear, it's me. Oh, uh, I know. My dear, I just, I just got to the office. Uh, we thank God. Hey, and the traffic car. Uh, yeah. Now, the conversation is not going as well as you hoped it would go. So now you try some bribery. Uh, my dear, so you said you had to go to your auntie's, um, cousin's, classmate's, um, husband's funeral. Yes. Okay, look into the drawer. Um, there's some money there. Take some, buy some, whatever you need, and go, okay? Yeah, thank you. Then there's silence, because she's not going to say anything. Then say, okay, my dear, I have to go then. I have to go. I'll see you later. Yo, bam, you put it off. Are there ladies in the house? Yeah. Are there ladies in the house? Yeah. Listen to me. When that man put off that phone, in his mind, yeah, boom, in his mind, the fight is over. Did you hear me? In his mind, the fight is over. If somebody asks him, how are you getting on with your wife? He will say, oh, we are getting on fantastically. Because in his mind, we had a poor beginning this morning. Oh, but I got to the office, I called her, and we had a nice conversation. Now, again, if he's a PIWC member, member, Dansuman member, he's been trained well. So knowing what he did in the morning, he now tries to up his game. You know, men normally don't buy things for the house when we are coming. That's why sometimes your husband comes and says, what did you bring? He says, I brought myself. Because we, 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 don't, we don't buy things. But this time, knowing what he has done, he decides to buy you ice cream because Almost, God being good, almost every woman likes ice cream. Whether she speaks in tongues or not, she likes ice cream. 
Those who don't like it are the exception, but the majority like ice cream. So you buy ice cream for her. Knowing that my wife and ice cream will pa or who ice cream will be tentium. You take the ice cream home. The woman who knows that you were rude to her in the morning, she knows and to call her, she's waiting for you. You can come at one. She won't sleep. She's waiting for you. So you go into the room, and by this time, she's lying on the bed. She's waiting for you. And whilst waiting for you, she's doing a remix of all the choruses and praise songs. So you enter. My dear, guess, guess what I brought to you? Surprise. I can't guess. Oh, I said guess. I can't guess. All right. Ta-da! Ice cream! Uh, put it down. Oh, my dear. My dear, ice cream. Oh, uh, Martin, uh, put it down. Oh. Now, if you're a typical man, you are beginning to get angry. What kind of difficult wife have I married? Why is she stretching things? No, she's not stretching anything. She's a woman. What you are doing is irritating her and annoying her. You've offended her. What she's expecting from you is to come and open your big mouth and say, my dear, I offended you this morning. Please forgive me. That's what she's expecting from you. And until you open your mouth and say those words, you can buy her a car. She will still not appreciate it because you've offended her and you are not recognizing the fact that you've offended her. And ladies, when your husband behaves this way, don't be angry. He's just been a man. He's just been a man. You flow along with him. And then later on, you can tell him, Kojo, you know? And then at that point, you will, get, you will get an apology from him. But, gentlemen, are there men here? When you apologize, the issue is not over. There's one more step. When you apologize to your wife, get ready for the history lesson. Your wife becomes a history professor. That's when she says, as soon as you say, my dear, I'm sorry. The way I spoke to you this morning, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And so, Mr. I'm sorry. This is exactly the thing you did three years ago. Three years ago. At a Jewish funeral. You screamed at me, and all the choruses were looking at me. And I remember seven and a half years ago, that day, Krana, it had rained. In your auntie's house, that's the same way you screamed at me. And you are standing there, you are wondering, ah, why are you bringing out back, bad, um, back issues, past issues? Oh, shut up, gentlemen. One canoe and Kwanye history professor. Put your hands behind you, listen to the history lesson, and when she finishes, say, my dear, forgive me, oh, forgive me. You are the only one who can, who can live with me. At that point, you have your wife back. But if you don't, you are in trouble. Difference number three. Difference number three. 
Women have what I call WNN, Women's News Network, WNN. WNN is more powerful than CNN, GBC, VOA, Al Jazeera, all of them combined. WNN is more powerful than all of them combined. Because WNN, Women's News Network, has correspondence all over, everywhere. There is something about women. When a woman comes across a man whose woman she knows, she feels it is her responsibility to call the woman and report the fact that mehuno, mehshiano. Men don't know this because we don't do it. Me, if you meet me and give me even a message for my wife, the chances are that I'm, I will not carry the message. But with a woman, as soon as you drive past the house, and she sees, hey, could you near corner? Ah, could you near near Sarah? You could you near corner? Hey, over for phone. Hey, Sarah. Guess who just drove past my house? All right. So how does CNN work, and how does it affect relationships? Let's say that you. There is, you have some contraband B that you want to visit. But you know that if you say, I'm going to visit Sarah, it will bring trouble. So you say, I am going to visit my uncle. My uncle who lives at, um, where? Let's say at, at Wager. Your uncle lives in Wager. So you tell your, your wife, my dear, I'm going to wager. I haven't seen my uncle since the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. Give him my regards when you go. Okay, I will. Then you take off. You get into the car and you drive to Mamprobi. In Mamprobi, your, your wife's friend, Ajua, lives in Mamprobi sees you driving past and picks the phone because she's a correspondent of WNN. She must file a, file a report. So she calls your wife. Hey, my dear, guess who just drove past my house? Say, why? Oh, my brother, my brother. Oh, he's, he's looking so good, eh? Oh, he's looking so good. Oh, we are dear. Hey, now, get back now, I the front, you know. Your wife knows that her friend lives at Mamprobi. You said you were going to wager. Now you come back home. If your wife is a mature woman, she won't attack you. Ladies, those of you who do K, 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 hey, 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 you are easy to dribble. We dribble you easily. The ones that are difficult to dribble, they are the cool ones. They won't talk. You think they haven't seen. You think they don't know. So your wife, you come back. You come back. Oh, my dear, I'm back. Oh, oh, how's your uncle? He's fine. She's got you on record that you went to your uncle. She's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, he even said, I should also say hello to you. Oh, okay. Would you eat? Yes. 
She serves you. You think you've gotten away with it. Three weeks later, your wife comes to you. My dear, where is your client? She says, I'm saying. How is the, the, the Roger Road? How is it now? And then you, because you're a man, you've forgotten. So you go, ah, but why are you asking me about wage acquiring? Do I work with P, uh, PWD? Why? I'm surprised. Why? I, I, or I work, do I work with urban, urban roads? Why are you asking me about the road to the way to um, wager? Wager, I haven't even passed there since the beginning. No, they haven't been there. I haven't passed there. The way some of you are laughing, I realize that you've been caught by WNN several times. At that point, your wife was asking you, hey, Mira, what are you saying? Are you not the one who three weeks ago went to wager to see your uncle? At that point, even if you are sitting in an air-conditioned room, you'll start sweating. <laughs> WNN has, has found you out. WNN has found you out. Difference number four. I said I'll give you five of the 16 differences. Difference number four. There's something I call the marking scheme. Give two teachers the same exam paper, exam um, a student paper and they are likely to give you different answers, different marks. Every teacher has, um, we, have, we have two teachers, experienced teachers here, so they know what I'm talking about. That's why we moderate exams. Men have a different marking scheme. Women have different marking scheme. Men, we give marks by heart. Buy tie for a, for a man, and he can give you 50 marks. Buy him a phone, and you'll get 1,000 marks. Men, we give marks by heart. Women don't give marks by heart. No matter what you do for a woman, you get one mark. No matter what you do for a woman. Buy a woman a car, one mark. Buy a woman a house, one mark. Buy her a dress, one mark. Give her money to go and do her hair, one mark. Now some men are saying, ah, is it CPAO? No, I need to see it. Let's apply this. How does this affect relationships? So it is your wife's birthday, and you decide to surprise your wife. So you take her, you take her to moving pick. No, is it moving pick? No, the other one, what is it? Kempensky. Kempensky. You take your wife. Kempensky, so any chipo. Everything there is expensive. So you take her, but, but you love your wife. You value her. So you decide, my dear, I'm going to take you to Kempensky on your birthday. And she says, Sasha, Kempensky. 
The moment you told her, you got one mark. Then you take her to Kimpensky, and as soon as you enter Kimpensky, hey, Mira, I had the yeah, I never thought I would ever enter here. Oh, thank you, thank you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. One mark. The food is served. Hey, my, my, yeah, yeah. One mark. So by the time you finish eating, you would have, you would have had about three, uh, about five marks. Okay? Now you finish and you are going. Then you remember that there's an UEFA match on television. If you hurry up, you can go and catch the last minute of it. So you finish. Oh, my dear, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, Mira, Topwe. Oh, yeah, You're losing marks. You're losing marks. Then, then you get into the car. And because you are hurrying, you know, she has enjoyed the time. She wants to extend the time with you. She wishes that evening will never end. But for you too, the evening has ended. You want to go back and watch television. So you are driving fast. And then she goes, oh, Mira, can you please slow down? You are driving too fast. Oh, are you the one to teach me? When I started driving, do, uh, where, where, where were you? Are you the one to teach me driving? By this time, you are back to zero. Now, your wife is no longer talking with you. You haven't even reached home. She's not talking with you. You talk, she won't mind you. And you are sitting in the car, and you are saying, what kind of an ungrateful woman have I got? Kimpensky. I spent money on her. Look at her. We haven't even reached home. Look at, the, look at the attitude she's giving me. You are angry. No, don't be angry. What happened is that you have exhausted your credit. <laughs> you are zero. So when you shattered on her, you were in the negative. So let me help the man. God being so good, a woman will give you marks for anything you do for her. Men, we don't give marks for anything you do for us. If you cook for a man, unless you are a girlfriend, you don't get marks. If you are a wife, you don't get marks. Unless it is our favorite food, and we've enjoyed it. Otherwise, non-scoring. If you iron my dress for me as the man, no marks. You haven't done much. That's the way men are. But with a woman, run a bath for a woman. Fetch water for her to go and take her bath, one mark. When she's cooking, go in the, into the kitchen and just keep her company, one mark. Sit by her as she's watching television and hold a conversation with her, one mark. Everything you do for a woman, one mark. So you can build your, your points by every little thing you do. Ask a woman when she comes home, how was your day, one mark. Share. What happened to you that day with her? One mark. Anything you do for a woman, one mark. Give a woman money to go and do her hair. That's the only time you get more than one mark. You may get five marks. So build your marks. In other words, look for little, little things to do to surprise your wife. And in doing so, 
you create room for yourself. Then when you mess up, you have such a credit, she can't get angry because you've won yourself some credit. The final difference I'll give you today and I would end. It is a difference that have often created controversy wherever I have dropped it. So if it creates a controversy here, I accept it. I accept it. But before you disagree with me, before you take issue with what I'm going to say, wait till you have lived 64 years and been married for 35 years before you come and disagree with me. In other words, don't disagree with me out of the ignorance of your youth. And this is the difference. Women are more intelligent than men. I am looking at the faces of some of the men and I can read your mind. They are saying, ah, Papa Wepa, Nakame Yapen Asimo. Look at the nonsense he's talking. Women are more intelligent than men. I'm a Ghanaian, so I know how difficult it is to accept this. I know it is difficult because of the way we've been taught. Which is unfortunate. We don't respect women in Ghana. It is very unfortunate. And any man who does not respect a woman cheats himself big time. The blessed men are the men who know how to respect women and how to treat women, um, women well. They are always blessed. Please don't confuse something. The spiritual power and authority in the house always belongs to the man. Whether he's a drunkard or not, he has the spiritual power in the house. That one never moves to the woman. But intelligence, is with the woman. But the spiritual power, it never leaves a man. It belongs to the man. That is why when the man of the house travels and there are younger children in the house, that night, all of them will fall ill. All of them will fall ill. The next day, you take them to the hospital, and the doctor will tell you that he doesn't see anything wrong with the children. And you'll be surprised. And say, but, but they, were, they run a temperature in the night. It's because the man's protection had been lifted when he traveled. And you see, every night, there are these small, small, small mischievous demons who roam the streets. They are not the powerful demons. They are just mischievous demons. They just roam the street. And they can tell when a house is not protected. So they can enter in and frighten the children and go away. They won't touch the children. They will just frighten them and go away. The children can see them in the spirit, but they can't talk about it. That's what makes them fall ill. The day the man returns, there will be no illness in the house. That is why if you're a man and you are leaving your house, pray for protection in the, over the house before you leave. 
so that your absence will not be felt in the house. Ask the Spirit of God to send angels to cover your house whilst you are out. But having said that, the intelligence in the home is always given to the woman. That is why our elders used to recommend that a man should always marry a woman who is younger. Because it takes five years to beat a woman in intelligence. The age gap must at least be five years for you to sound a little bit more intelligent than the woman. If she's your age mate, you are in trouble. She's way more intelligent than you. But I know the men are still not happy. So I am going to ask all the men to be my witnesses. I am now going to prosecute my case. And you, the men, are my witnesses. I am calling you as my witnesses. If you get a very serious case, who would you talk to first, your mother or your father? I'm not talking about two by four trouble. I'm talking about real trouble. Who would you talk to first, your father or your mother? Let me hear you. Come again. Come again. All right. The man, show by hand. Who would you talk to? Your mother or your father? Why? Why would your mother be the first you talk to instead of your father? Because, I'll tell you why. Because you know that your mother would have the intelligence to help you work through that problem. If you went to your father, this is his response. Eh, you, you see your, your Usubaino, that, that character of yours I have always been telling you about. Have you seen what you've gone to bring to the house? Now what are you coming to tell me? Go, 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 I don't want to know about it. Your mother won't do that. Your mother's going, yeah, I can see, yeah, where the asama bone. Yeah, what do I do? What do we do? What do we do? Should we call? Don't worry, don't worry. Let me call pastor. Let me call deacon. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Your mother is working with you through it. It's because she has intelligence. She has intelligence. The gentleman here, if after service, I followed you home, and we got home and I said, I am thirsty. What would you do? You are likely to go into the fridge and pick the sachet of water and bring to me. After all, what did I say I wanted? And what have you brought to me? Finish. That's a man. Let me ask your wife for water. You know what she'll do? She'll look for a tray. She'll look for a napkin. She will look for glass. Why? Her intelligence tells her that the packaging of the thing is as important as the thing itself. That's intelligence. That's intelligence. But the intelligence, the superior intelligence of a woman comes from the gift of intuition God gave them as mothers. You know, a child, until a child is about a year old, a child cannot express himself. So the mother has the intuition to feel that there's something wrong with the child. The father doesn't have it. So 
the mother can look at the child and say that, ah, uh, junior, junior, Yari, there's something wrong with Junior. And the father will be looking at the boy running around and say, but there's something wrong with him. He's running around. The mother says, no, 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 no. There's something wrong with Junior. It's called intuition. That is what makes them more intelligent. Please, gentlemen, don't fight against this because it is for you. So tap into the intelligence of your wife and add it to your own intelligence, and you will be wonderful. How do you do that? Whenever your wife, before you take a decision, whenever you have to take a decision, before you take it, ask your wife for her views and listen to her and add your own mind to it and your decision will be a far better decision. Two, whenever you are leaving the house, let your wife see you before you leave the house. And when you are leaving the house and your wife says to you, my dear, are you going? That question is not, are you going? That question is, are you going like this? So when your wife asks you, my dear, are you going? And you say, yes, I am going. You are not being smart. She is asking you a different question. Are you going dressed like this? So whenever your wife asks you, my dear, are you going? Stop and turn to her and say, my dear, is there anything wrong with the way I'm dressed? And then let her tell you. She will tell you that, no, the color combination does not work. Or I thought you were going to wear the blue shirt. It will go better with this. Please, my dear, change it. If you're a wise man, you change. The foolish man says, why? What is wrong with my dress? You can't, you can't control me. You can't control me in this house. Me, the way I've dressed, I'm going. And then you go. And then you come out and we see you and we say, hey, brother John Eber, no, brother John Eber. Yeah, 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 yeah. She should be our say, yeah, papa, your honey. Because you were not intelligent. My dears, God made them intelligent, but they made them intelligent so they can serve us and so they can help us. So don't, don't fight the intelligence of your wife. Whenever your wife is talking with you and you realize that she's making you feel stupid, don't get angry. Stop and listen and seek the advice and you'll be a far better man. May God bless every one of you. May God bless the relationships in this, in this, in this church. Husband and wives, may God bless your homes. And may God bless all the mothers here. May your children make you proud. And those who are not married yet, may God give you the grace to wait on him. And may God come through for, for you quickly. And whilst you wait for the ladies, may God save you from foolish men. And for the men who are not married, may God save you from women who would only chop your money and run away. May God bless every one of you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, can you put your hands together very well? Hallelujah. What a gift. This man is loaded, very loaded. I'm sure if we gave him two hours, 
You just this is five out of sixteen. Can you imagine? Uh, I recommend Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings to you, seven forty-five. If you're listening, you want to take a few questions uh, for like Monday and and Thursday. Okay, seven forty-five. Joy FM. I want to take. We want to take a few questions for the next ten minutes. Question and answers. So we'll take three questions at a time, and then I'm sure we'll go two batches. Um, then we'll answer it. Can I have anybody who wants to ask a question come take the microphone? Dikinoki has the mic. Can we do it quickly, quickly? Relationship questions, marriage questions, Hello? very quickly. Come on. We don't have any questions. Oh, I'm sure there are questions. Debbie, you have a question to ask. Are you sure? Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm sure there are questions. They just need somebody to set the ball rolling. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, please, just as you made us aware that um, women are intelligent than men, here is the case. Men too have ego. And I want to find out how these two play together because as a woman, you want to be a good wife and like you have that intelligence, but the egos of the men too sometimes doesn't allow you to, I mean, do as you want to do. I want to know the difference. Is there any other question? Behind you. Okay. Hallelujah. Uh, a quick one. How do you handle a couple, either the man or the woman, who has low esteem? And that is threatened by progress of either of them. Low self-esteem. Okay. One more. Yes. The third one over here. Clinical psychologist. <laughs> Very insightful presentation, Uncle Ebo. I yeah. want to ask, how does personality and temperament differences also influence um, these differences between the men and women? Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. The ego of men, that's what you asked. Ladies, let me say this. If you went home today and you looked your husband in the face and said, Crash it, Uncle Bobo says, I am more intelligent than you, <laughs> you will get a slap. Please, don't do that. That is not what intelligence do. The intelligence of a woman makes you look for what works with my man. You must know the man you are married. And you must know what works. If nagging doesn't work, stop the nagging. Try something else. But the general rule is this. No matter how big our ego is as men, men never grow. We never become men. We remain boys. So the same way you get a boy like him, like that boy there, to do anything for you, that's the same way you, use your, you, do, you must get your man to do something for you. So what do you do with this boy? Constant praise. 
Junior, Junior, uh, bring me the thing. Junior, bring, oh, Junior, Junior is a good boy. Junior is a good boy. Junior is a good boy. He will bring it. <laughs> he will bring it. After that, he will go looking for other things to bring you, even when you haven't asked him to bring it. He will go and bring. Because he wants to hear, Junior is a good boy. Ladies, Men cannot get enough of appreciation. Men cannot get enough of appreciation. But some of you, sometimes you do something and the man feels stupid for what he has done. He feels very stupid. The, let me give you an example. A young man, a young man who lived at McCarthy Hill was courting a lady who was living at Spinter's Road. The lady was working at a bank at High Street. He was working with a company at Achimota. He would wake up in the morning and drive to Spinter's to pick her and bring her to High Street before he drives to Achimota, and he must do all that and not be late. In the evening, he reverses the route. He goes to, he leaves Archimota, goes to High Street, pick her, go to Spinters before he goes home to. Why? What's your problem? Why? What's your problem? Now, a week. A week before their wedding, they came to see me because the mother of the girl was my wife's friend. So, you know, she used that connection to get to me. So they came to me to counsel them. They had already finished church counseling, but they wanted me to meet them and add something to it. So I asked the girl, what he didn't like about the boy. And I asked the girl, the boy, what he didn't like about the girl. And of course, the girl had a long list of things he did, she didn't like. So I turned to the boy, you too, what don't you like about this girl? And then he sat down for a long time and said, Uncle Bo, this is my routine. I live here. McCarthy Hill, Spinters, High Street. Then in the evening, I reverse it. He said, one day, when I was leaving the office to go and pick her, my boss called me and gave me an assignment. So I was 30 minutes late to pick her from the office. He said, Uncle Bo, note, there hasn't been any morning I have gotten to Spinter's Road that she's ready. So I go to Spinter's Road and I wait for her to get ready before I take her to High Street. This time I get to High Street 30 minutes late because my boss gave me an assignment. He said, the lady comes to the car and she's angry. Why? If you, if you think you are tired of picking me, just say it. Just say, why? You think yours is the only car? 
Atazis, I could have gone. Look, everybody's gone, and you've got me waiting. And and, 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 and said, went on, and went on, went on, went on. And she said, he sat. I think I should have given all the men here a caution. Please, if anything I say corresponds to your case, and I'm making your case for you, please don't show any sign. Please don't show any sign. Because me, I am getting into my car and I'm going home. You are going home with her. And have you seen the weather in Seattle? Oh, Ubeda, Ubeda, There will be no administration today for you. So, my brother, my brother, yeah, please, um, tell her that you were doing the sign for some other people, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Uncle Bo, I sat in the car and I felt stupid. I felt stupid for all the days I woke up early. And she said, Uncle Bo, you know what even was more painful? Every morning when I wake up, I call her to wake up and to get ready before I leave McCarthy Hill. And yet I will get there and she's not ready. Some of you ladies are relating to men and you are saying they have changed. I'm telling you why they have changed. It's because the appreciation they were expecting did not come. And when you don't appreciate a man, he doesn't do more, he does less. Appreciation, do you remember what I said? Junior is a good boy. Junior is a good boy. Junior is a good boy. Ah, Kwame, Kwame, with your man, Waro Wan, Kebeshimio, yay, yay, hey, that's my man, that's my man. Kojo, the way you come and pick me every evening, oh, I am so grateful. I, Debbie, I make a chairman for me, catch from myself, hey, Mikrupa, hey, Jai. My husband is a, what did you say, H, eh? Era, that is what we want to. We are very simple. We don't require much. So if you are dealing with the ego, play massage the ego. Because any ego you massage, you have conquered. Every ego you massage, you have conquered. That ego is then put to use um, at, your, at, your, at your disposal because he wants to do more. Then low esteem, what do you do? with low esteem. Gentlemen, please listen to me. Most women have low esteem. Your job as a husband is to build that esteem by strengthening it. Listen, 
Once a woman marries, nobody's comment means more to her, to her than you. So she's leaving the house, look at her hair. My dear, your hair is nice. When she goes out and people are laughing at the hair, she doesn't mind because my husband saw the hair and said it is nice. Unfortunately, your wife can do her hair, come and pass in front of you several times and you'll not even notice that she's done her hair. Do you know how difficult it is to sit under the dryer? And she did that for you, and you are refusing to notice. Oh, so so So, once you marry a woman, you must understand that part of your job is to make her feel good about herself. Let her feel good about herself. Let her feel good about herself. Because women always think they don't look as good as they do. Let her feel good about herself. What do you like about her? If you like her hair, say it. If you like her legs, say it. And say it often. When she puts on a dress, say it. And in so doing, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be helping her. Temperaments and personalities. Well, my brother, that is a whole different topic. The, the one in charge of the um, um, relationship school has told me that we'll come back again. Ally? He said that I will come back again. Maybe one of the days when I come back, it's much more broader and than this. And I, I don't think that addressing it in, um, in two minutes will do justice to it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What shall we tell our Father? God bless you. We're grateful. I want to quickly take our tithes, a tenth of what God has blessed us with. Let's be faithful in the giving of our tithes.